There is something that's called La Fofole. Supposedly, these are children that died through some horrific accident to where they're demon-like children, and they appear in the shape of lights that try to get you to follow them so you'll be lost forever in the swamps. Yeah, when you hear, like, scraping claws underneath the bed and it moves and... Uh... You can, I was so terrified, dude. I pulled the blanket over my head. I could hear whatever it was breathing outside the sheet. When I was a little bit after there, we got into a car accident, hit a moose. My mom ended up under the steering wheel of the car. She had a big hand-shaped bruise on her shoulder. It was like somebody pushed her underneath the steering wheel. My mom should have gotten decapitated. The weird part was we hit a moose and we had a moose hanging from the rear view mirror. The only other thing that I could think of would be a bear, but there's no bears in that area either. It's just not the right habitat for them. And when you see that a bear, a bear's gonna move. It's gonna take off for the most part. And this thing just shot and did nothing. This material world that you're told is bound by science and everything else, obviously, obviously science and physics are very important. There is so much more out there that is left to study, that is left to learn about. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Investigation Cryptoparology. Sit back, get relaxed, and crack open your favorite cold beverage as we dive deep into the abyss of what we were told couldn't possibly exist. Folks, check out Polky's Acrylic Art LLC out of Shriver, Louisiana. Mr. Polky is an interpretationist painter, meaning whatever you would want him to paint, it would be done per his interpretation of the piece. His work speaks for itself, and you can see examples of his work on our website at www.investigation-cryptoparaology.com Just tap or click on the Sponsors tab. If you would like to get in touch with Mr. Polky, you may do so by either emailing him at tpolky at yahoo.com That's T-P-O-L-K-E-Y at yahoo.com or by call or text at 1-985-227-3037 And if no one answers, just leave a voicemail or send a text. Prices depend on size and depth of piece. Hi, folks. Welcome to Investigation Cryptoparology. I'm Will Francis. Tonight, we're talking to Bill Booth from here in Idaho Falls, my hometown. And Bill has a story that he'd like to tell. The floor is yours. Okay, well, I guess I'll just start off with um, the origin of where I was when it happened. And it was in Houston, Texas. I was just a young child. I have a very good memory of my childhood. I can remember all the way back to when I was in diapers. And this event took place when I was about four in the middle of the night. Now, back then, uh, my parents didn't leave no nightlight on for us. And so our rooms were dark. It was a three-bedroom home. My sister was in the other bedroom. And me and my brother were in, the, in another bedroom that was across the hallway. And it was real late into the night. And it was very dark dark enough to where you could see the light outside looking out the window you could see it lit up out there I woke up and at the foot of my bed stood a man with his hands up like he was going to strangle you now this man 
was transparent somewhat and glowed because my room being dark, he obviously was a light shining down on me. At first I thought, I must be dreaming. I, I, what is going on here? This man was standing there and he had pure white hair. His skin was kind of whitish red, rouge kind of color. He was older man, uh, probably looked like he was in his 60s or 70s. And he was, looked like he was in a uniform, kind of like a milkman would be, kind of like an off-white, but it wasn't pure white. His hair was pure white. His eyes were blue. And he didn't move or say anything to me. He just particularly just stood at the end of my bed with his hands up like he was going to strangle me. I was scared, and I thought, I look at my brother, and I kind of you know, like pinching myself to see if I was awake or not. And the fact that I could see my brother in the other at the end of the room sleeping and then I was able to look back told me that I couldn't be dreaming because I'm able to you know adjust my reality so anyways I kind of like was afraid to swallow I thought maybe if he knows I'm awake he'll attack me the odd thing was that he was transparent and glowing and I was really really scared so as a four-year-old, what does a four-year-old do but call out to their mother? I thought, well, in my mind, I was calculating how long would it take my mom to get down the hallway to my room? Because I thought, surely if I call out, he's going to strangle me. But I have to do it very loud and quickly. So in the loudest voice that I could muster up, I screamed out for my mother. I mean, loudly. I screamed loud. And I could hear my mom waking up, what, what? And she turned the hall light on. As soon as she turned the hall light on, boom, he was gone. No more there. Just disappeared at this thin air. And I thought, I was relieved somewhat. My mom said, what's going on? And I, I said, there was a man, there was a man. And she says, there's nobody here. And about that time, across the hallway, my sister's room called out to my mom. She was crying and screaming. My mom left and went into her room. I didn't, wasn't privy to the conversation and going on in there. But when my mother came back, I said, what, is, what did Shirby want? What did my sister want? She said, oh, she's saying there was a man with a gun in the window. Oh, it, that really blew my mind. And I thought, well, that was strange. My mom shrugged it off as, you kids, go back to sleep. You're just being... A scare of the boogeyman. The following evening, there was, uh, I overheard the sheriff was going through there with their flashlights and they were looking at the ground and they were saying that there was a two escapees from the local jail and they were looking for them. I overheard this as a child. But the point is that manifestation of that person was there. Now, I didn't understand it as a four-year-old what that was. But it wasn't until later on in my life till I became a, a Christian and I listened to some pastors talk about guardian angels and what they were like. And Greg Laurie says that, you know, they don't have wings. They're just dressed like normal, like even a uniform. So my perception or my opinion is that that was a guardian angel. And it does tell us in the Bible in several places that 
God does give us guardian angels to watch over, especially the little ones, the children. So that's what I believe it to be, was my guardian angel looking out for my sister, having me cry out to my mom. And that's pretty much the, the story there, Will. Huh. Well, that's uh, interesting, to say the least. So Definitely interesting. Yeah. So you said you said uh, earlier that, that you could remember that you got a really you know sharp memory. You can remember all the way to being back in diapers. Yeah. I wow. Woke up one morning with my face planted in a wet diaper. <laughs> I, re I remember that because that was kind of icky. But but yeah, I remember oh. all those details as in my childhood of the fifties. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, I. My memory used to be good, but, you know, I've, I've actually uh, got Asperger's syndrome. And one of the things it does affect is it affects the uh, the memory. I can remember uh, long term memory. I can remember back to I wasn't in diapers, but I was uh, probably maybe five or six. But the short term memory, you know, anything that's happened within the last couple of months, I couldn't tell you what's going on. Yeah, well, that short-term memory is completely different. I yep. know that I, I, if you go into a room, you find out, what did I come in here for? You know? Yep. But yeah, but you can remember, I can remember my, my teachers and school, childhood friends from school. But um, yeah, that that's, uh, I guess, what my daughter <laughs> talked to you about with that story about the guardian angel. Yep, she did. So uh, th th throughout your lifetime, have you ever, you know, seen something that you that you couldn't explain, or things happen that you can't explain, or just weird occurrences? Well, well, as as a Christian, I don't try to go there, but I do believe that there is a realm there, a spiritual realm, because prior to me coming a Christian, a born again Christian, I I had several experiences. I mean. When I was in kindergarten, me and my sister were walking to school and this elderly couple pulled over and they wanted to give us a ride. Now, my sister jumped in the back seat right away and I was in kindergarten and right in the, my voice, I don't know, like a voice told me, don't ride with strangers. I grabbed their arm and I looked up at the couple and I saw in their faces what appeared to me is a demon. I mean, demon-like figures in their faces, you know? Uh, that was one experience. I've had experiences where uh, I was in Hawaii on a honeymoon, and I saw this in the middle of the night, this almost like a Japanese person climbing up on the bed on top of my wife, and I yelled at him, go away, and he disappeared. Huh. Um, so I've seen stuff like that. I also, prior to becoming a Christian, did automatic writing, you know, where you it's sort of like a Ouija board, but you use your pencil, but it was kind of scary. So I didn't do it that much, but as a Christian, we don't, we don't go there. No, You're not no. supposed to do that. It's not, it's not advised. I wouldn't advise anybody to seek after the spiritual world. You want to seek anything, seek God in the Bible. You know, that's and right. that's, you know, that's uh, all that other stuff. Uh, the guardian angels. Now I believe that they're out there <clears throat> and working in, people's lives you know and maybe they present themselves as an officer of the law a doctor or a nurse you never know because the true. bible tells us that you know we do entertain angels and we don't know it 
you're 100 correct so no also, you, i'm sorry no go ahead yeah well also you know if you look at the bible too you it in several places uh it talks about it in matthew where jesus is talking about the guardian angels over the little ones in acts where i guess one of the ladies went to the door and peter was there they said oh no that's his angel you know it's several places in the in the scripture it talks about the angels and how they protect us in psalms it talks about how they protect watch over us now as uh i don't know that that's something that's really we should be focused on because that doesn't really glorify God or edify who God is. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. I mean, I wouldn't go out and make a movie about it or whatever. It's not that important as, as the, the actual gospel of who God is and how great his love is and having the Holy spirit. That is more significant than a guardian angel to me, in my opinion. I, I totally agree. Okay. So what were you saying? Uh, I, I actually lost my train of thought. Oh, okay. It's totally fine. <laughs> because you see, even in, even at that point, even as what I saw as a guardian angel, and I knew that the spiritual realm was weird, real and that God is real. You know, I didn't come to, to the Lord or become a Christian until I was well into my late 30s, unfortunately. Well... It, it takes some <clears throat> some people a little longer than it does others. I mean, well, I was I was probably more interested in chasing after worldly things and, and love of the world than than love of God. So that's you know here and there. I mean, you know, some people that just totally don't believe there's a God. But I was one of those people that I was a theist who believed in God, but just wasn't willing to surrender. even with that kind of evidence, you know, seeing the own a guardian angel. I didn't understand what it was until later on after I became a Christian and Greg Laurie went all into about angels. He has a whole complete line of study on that. So, and that's when I realized, oh, that must have been my guardian angel. <laughs> oh. You're right, you know, of what you said that you know focusing on the, the fact of, of uh, guardian angels is not really something that people really need to be doing and it's really good that you know that you agreed to come on here and share your story and your insights there i mean the whole thing of, of judging people it, it's not in me to judge people uh i mean I, i'm not what people what most people would call religious but I, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm trying to think of a, a good word to use. You're a I'll theist. Study. You believe there is a God? Yes, sir. So you're a theist. You believe uh, God exists? Yes, sir. I do. Oh, okay. Um, but also, I'm, I'm also a uh, a student of many, what what people would say, many religions, because I actually, you know, instead of just, well, I do focus on one, but uh, instead of just saying, okay, well, you know, just what this one says is the only thing that could be. The reason why I started is because I wanted to know what else was out there. Right. And then I, and then I come to the realization as I started going through the other religions 
is just about all of them out there with the exception of a couple. And I'm not going to name them because I don't want to you know, make people mad, right. but with the exception of a couple, just about all of them out there, they all mirror each other. As far as their uh, teachings from, from their books. Um, just about everyone has, has a flood story. Just about everyone has a crucifixion story in some form. Every one of them has a resurrection story in some form. And, you know, I've come to the, I've come to the belief that, you know, there is, there is just one religion to love God and what they put in their books. Nobody really has any control over that. Well, that, that's, that's good that, um, that you recognize that there is a God and that there is a creator. But I mean, my, from my experience, from my lifetime experience, I'm 70 something years age, that the God of the Bible is true based on objective truth. I mean, objective being that the prophecies within the Old Testament came true. And that the history shows, I mean, outside of the Bible, there are historians show that Jesus of Nazareth actually existed. He was crucified and he did rise again and showed himself to many people, several 500 people. Okay, even people who did not believe in him saw him and changed their uh, their way of thinking and became children of God by believing in that he resurrected from the dead. So that's my my belief, and I you know I don't I'm not trying to disrespect your belief. No, no, but, I understand in any way, but that the Bible is true in that way. There are no other religions that show have prophecies that they can verify as true are there some religions are what they call there's the do and the done okay there are a lot of religions that say do this to be saved or go to heaven do this and you'll be this do this and christianity is done god done it he, that's why it's called grace it's a gift given to us we don't have to do anything accept and believe and turn from our worldly ways and then it's done you're safe and you become a child of god oh i i, I wholeheartedly totally agree okay. i mean my opinion on, on uh on religion and everything is well i'm, I'm not going to say it because Opinions are like uh, rear ends. Everyone has one, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just, I'm, I'm thankful that you gave me that opportunity to share that. What, what uh, my opinion is on who God is and that, yeah, you're right. God is love. He loves the world enough that he gave his son to die for it. All right. Well, uh, if you, if, if you ever, uh, if you ever think of anything or ever want to come back on the show to express, you know, to, to, to more, ex to, to more express um, your thoughts and uh, things, you know, of religion and of God, I'd, mm -hmm. I'd be more than uh, more than happy to bring you on. I mean, I'm, I'm open to anything. Really. Right. Yeah. Well, there was only one other incident that I could think of that when I was a teenager, I did a lot of LSD in my teen, late teens. It's like everybody did. <laughs> yeah. I was flipping out. I lost touch with reality. I had 
my friends go and buy me two forties. I drank those beers, nothing. I drank, I found some downers or barbiturates, nothing. I was just like totally losing it. So finally, I had, after several hours of just trying to grasp, get back to reality, because I knew I was losing my mind. I went out in the backyard and I called on Jesus and boom, instantly, he brought me back to reality. And I, and he, he rescued me from that bad trip. But even then I didn't, you know, okay, thanks for saving me from that. Uh, now I will go back to doing but I, my worldly ways, if you will. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that would be considered that, uh, but, but, yeah, it would be considered a miracle because, you know, he didn't have to help. That's right. He could have, you didn't he, have to ask. Lose my mind, you know? <laughs> So, but yeah, I, I, I think that the, the realm, like some people don't like using that word Christensen, but there is a spirit. God is real. He's out yep. there and angels are real. You may not know you're entertaining one at the time, or you could be translucent like the one I saw, you know? Uh, and I, I have many Christian friends who share the same similar situations in their life. Well, for anybody out there that's, that's, that's uh, listening, what the man speaks, he's speaking truth. Uh, through the many episodes that I've had and many other podcasts that I've been on, you know, people have heard me they talk about re uh, religion in different aspects. And, you know, for somebody to, to be in a situation that he said he was in his teens and then to, to ask, you know, for help, no physical man you know helped him but the lord did so you know that should tell you you know maybe he is real maybe it does work that way i mean you can have people tell you all day long well you can pray i've prayed all day you know all day and all night for years and years and, and nothing's ever happened but yet they still live in a nice house drive a nice car have a good paying job have a family that loves them if it wasn't for God, that none of that would exist. Amen to that. So just because he may not have helped at that one point in your life does not mean that he has not helped you out throughout your life. Just, just like the, uh, it's a, I uh, can't remember if it's a poem, if it, if it was something else that was written, the, the, the footprints to where, the, the uh, author was talking about how there were always two sets of footprints except for the one point. And Jesus was like, you know, I didn't abandon you at that point. That's the point where I carried you. Yeah. There's a, there's, I believe there's a painting about that or some kind of picture. Yeah. It shows that. Yeah. That's a, that's an awesome uh, saying. So just because you don't believe, I mean, it, it fits the podcast perfectly just because you don't believe or if you know people have told you all your life well it couldn't possibly be that you know or you know that god doesn't exist just just because you don't believe doesn't mean that it doesn't exist just because you can't put your hands on it or you can't see it does not mean it's not real at the so, same time i would never recommend or, or suggest to anybody seeking they're going after the spiritual realm because that could be dangerous as well no 
No, uh, I actually have a really good friend in, uh, in uh, where's he at, in Michigan. I can't remember the name of the town he's in in Michigan. But uh, his family, not so much his family, but members of his immediate family had been doing some uh, very uncouth things in the basement of, of the home where he lived when he was a child. And to this day, Doctor, well, doctors ha have uh, diagnosed him with, with being schizophrenic, bipolar, a few other things, PTSD from his childhood, from some things that happened. And the, the whole thing is, is I've actually talked to a Catholic priest about this gentleman. And what the Catholic priest has told me is that he is oppressed by demonic activity. And it has ruined this boy's life. And, you know, I've the Catholic, the Catholic priest I talked to was actually in the town that, Chris, well, I'll just say it, Chris lives in. And the only thing about it, the only bad part about it is, is Chris's mind, unfortunately, is so twisted and tore up that the priest even said that to perform an exorcism or any kind of rites on him would just make it worse. It's not that Chris let, you know, let a, say let a demon in or anything like that. It's, it's not a possession. It's an oppression where it's constantly there and just grinding on him. He, you know, he believes in God. He prays. He reads the Bible. He used to go to church, but now with uh, what the, the doctors diagnosed as schizophrenia, it's so bad you really can't be around people. But, and I try to help him as best as I can. I don't, you know, I, I know some things about some things. I'm a jack, a jack of all, what was it? A jack of all trades, but a master of none. none right. <laughs> you know, I, I, I constantly, I stay in contact with him. I'll talk to him across Facebook. I'll talk to him on the phone, you know, and I always try to get his mind off of it. And I've told him, I'm like, you know, just the only thing you can do at this point, Chris is pray. And he, and he tells me, well, nothing's happening. And I'm like, well, you're actually calmer than you used to be. You know, 10 years ago, he was extremely, you know, filled with rage, anger, and violent. He's not anymore. And, it, and he says, well, it's, it was the medication. I'm like, yeah, but the medication is no longer in your system. You're, you're not as, you, you know, you're way more calm now than you used to be. And he, and he tells me, well, you know, it's because of you, because of me. And I'm like, no, Chris, the, the only thing I've done is I've opened the door. Now you got to walk through it and I'm hoping one day that, you know, it, things will get better. I'm not really, I'm not too optimistic, but I won't tell him that. And so, you know, hopefully one day it'll straighten out. Well, hopefully he's not demonic possessed. And that, like you said, he's oppressed. But like you said, if he's praying to God and seeking God, I believe that God can heal him. I truly hope so. Well, uh, uh, I'm just going to call you Mr. Booth. It's not in me. <laughs> um, I really appreciate you coming on and and, uh, tell, and telling your story and talking it's, about. Yeah, it's been my pleasure to do so. And again, I would not 
or are not trying to encourage anybody to seek after the guardian angels or spiritual uh, spirits in general. But I mean, if it happens, it happens to you, you know, it's because God's will. Um, and I don't mind talking about such things. Uh, I, I know that plenty of brothers and sisters in the, in the Lord that had similar experiences where they saw their guardian angel step in and help them out. I definitely know I have. I was in a car accident with my mom and my and my stepdad, who actually raised me, you know, as his own. That's that's actually for anybody who's actually wondering. The guests actually see my last name in Zoom. Mm -hmm. But when I open the show, I open it as Will Francis. Francis is actually my stepdad's last name, and I started the podcast and i took the the, la the last name you know francis as an you know a tribute to him because he was he was there for me from the time that he and my mom got together until the time that he died in 2014 and he was all into you know the the weird and the strange and you know cryptids and ufos and, and the paranormal and that's really the reason why i actually started to do, started to do this mm -hmm. but um and i lost my train of thought again <laughs> <laughs> well i i think it's overall wow. there's, there's plenty out there that we don't understand in god's creation that um it's beyond our scope of our, our ability to perceive i mean fully understand who god is and how wonderful and loving he is it's, amazing and that there are many angels or spirits and there are bad ones and good ones and we got to be careful in that world yeah and just seek god directly yes sir so with that i'm gonna say good uh what was it yeah it's evening uh getting evening i'm gonna say uh, good evening and yeah we might re we may revisit this one day in the future. Okay, well, it's been a it's been a pleasure. Yes, sir. Thank you. Find us on the web at www.investigation-cryptoparaology. That's c r y p t o p a r a o l o g y dot com. On Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash investigation crypto. Listen to us on any major podcast players, including Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and of course, Spotify. We continue to spread to more podcast players each day. You may contact us by using the contact page on the website or by sending a direct message to our Facebook page or by emailing us directly at investigationcryptoparaology at gmail.com. That is investigation, C-R-Y, P-T-O-P-A-R-A-O-L-O-G-Y at gmail.com. Also, I would like to add this. If you're feeling down on yourself or like you don't matter or there's no hope left, we're here for you. You can contact us through our Facebook page or by emailing us at investigationcryptoparaology at gmail.com. We are happy to listen and possibly help you find a better tomorrow. If you don't want to talk to us, you can contact the Suicide Hotline of the United States. They have a crisis text line if you verbally speaking to someone is not your thing. 
text HOME, all capital letters, H-O-M-E, to 741741. If you do want to verbally speak to someone, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. And if you are a veteran, you can also call 1-800-273-8255 and then press 1. Well, folks, that's all the time we have for tonight. I sincerely hope you will join us again next time for another spine-tingling, hair-raising experience from the depths of the abyss. If you would like to contact me about an experience you have had or to get on the show, email me at investigationcryptoparology at gmail.com. That's investigation, C-R-Y-P-T-O-P-A-R-A-O-L-O-G-Y at gmail.com. Because my monster's out.